a minor disclaimer on this one. I am not a professional electrician, drywall installer, plumber, or carpenter. This episode is about projects in my house and less about the professionally correct way to do them. Work on your place at your own risk. If you think I said something dumb or gave some shitty advice, feel free to correct me in the comments. are you good at? I mean, really think about it. What are the things that challenge you and allow you to become better? What, what are the things you enjoy? What are you good at? Are you good at dancing or being a parent or taking care of your spouse or golfing or music? cooking what are you good at I'm not good at much but the things I pursue I think I constantly get better at which is the goal in my mind you you can't always be the best at everything I mean like Tony Hawk Tony Hawk hasn't been the best skateboarder for 40 years like he sucked at some point Everybody sucks at something. And in order to get good at it, you have to keep doing it. And to me, it's about that constant pursuit, that ability to make progress. And so I have a lot of hobbies. I have a lot of shit that I like to, to do. And I used to own a house, and then I got divorced. And she kept the house, and I moved into a duplex for a while. And there was no point in doing any renovating to the duplex because I didn't own it. So I lost that part of my life for three years. So when I found a house in September of 2021, I was super stoked to be back into that, uh, that realm of fixing things. And I bought this house right here for $405,000, which it's probably worth about two fifty. dollars but that's where we were at last year in 2021. It was built, I'm going to forget now, I think it was built in 68, 68 or 69, had one owner for the duration. They had a number of kids, at least six, maybe seven or eight. I can't remember that part either. My memory sucks today. But uh, this is a uh, three-bedroom house with a bathroom on the bottom floor and a kitchen and a living room. And then upstairs, there is like a sunroom and then this other massive room and a bathroom. A lot of the items in this house had not been touched since 1968. A lot of it is pretty shitty, but I like fixing things. Even though I'm not good at it, I make progress and I enjoy it. One of the first projects that I dove into was working on the bathroom. And this bathroom is on the bottom floor. As you can see, a lot of this stuff is original. Look at that sink, 1968. God damn. It, it needed a lot of work, just like everything in the house. So if you see up top there, that light that's above the mirror, there was a 
electrical receptacle inside there. That was the only place you could plug in to power if you wanted to run a blow dryer or whatever. There were no outlets on the wall. There's also no ceiling fan. And there is a window directly in the bathtub, which makes sense if you're taking a bath, but if you're trying to take a shower, the water just blasts all over it. And I don't know how there isn't more rot or um, water damage. Maybe they didn't take showers, but this was going to be an issue. I took all the doors off all the existing frames and I bought new doors. And of course, none of them fit. So I had to shave the edges with a sander, which took for fucking ever. I've probably done seven of them. And take a guess which one is the worst one. The first one. Take a guess which one is the best one. The seventh. So I have gotten better at it. They're still probably not professional, but they look way better. And I have found shortcuts and different ways to put them in without having to spend hours and hours and hours sanding off the edges. Then you can see in this one, I had put in the fan, the ceiling fan. And before I did that, it would get very uh, dense with the condensation. You'd take a shower and the walls would just be dripping. And so it was fucking up all the sheetrock and everything. And I had to get that taken care of. And that was one of those things I didn't think I could do by myself. And I had a guy come out and look at it and he was going to charge me, I don't know, three or $400 in labor. And I talked to my brother who does HVAC and he helped me believe that I could install it. So I cut a hole in the sheetrock and put that bad boy in there. And then I, with help from my friend, Steven ran some electrical and had that all hooked up. And then you can see up above as well, I took out that lighting fixture that had the electrical receptacle. And I put in these cool flush mount lights. And I have put in probably, I don't know, 15 or 20 in my house. And the cool thing about these is they are available on Amazon. And I believe they are about eight or $9 a piece. There's two different sizes. There's the six inch that's on the wall on the left there. And then there are the four inch that are above the bathtub. And I'll put all the prices in later. I didn't research it before I started doing this, but I'm trying to give you like a general idea of how much it costs and then I'll put in the real stuff later. They're really easy to install. When you have a previous electrical circuit, you just remove it. After you turn off the, the breaker of the box, obviously, you remove the fixture and there is a hot, which is black. There is a white, which is neutral. And then there's a ground. And inside these little LED lights, very, very simple, very obvious uh, connection. Then we get to the floor, and the floor is horrendous. You can see, if you look in there pretty close, that whatever these little things are, I think they were just uh, type linoleum, but they are in those one-by-one those one patterns, as you can see, and they started to spread apart. So I think what happened is they had one type of floor, then somebody came in and put this over the top, but over time it would spread out. And so this bathroom was just a disaster, man. All this stuff is happening in various stages. I am making progress here and there on the weekends, every other week based on work, based on uh, when my kids are hanging out with me, 
I try not to do any of this stuff when my kids are around because I want to hang out with them and focus on them. And when I get into this stuff in the house, it is extremely time consuming and it takes every ounce of my focus to get any of it done. So all the time that I'm doing any of this stuff in my house, I'm the only one there. This weekend, whenever it was, I decided I was going to start doing the vanity and the toilet and the floor. And so I ripped out that old ass motherfucking vanity. And then I start peeling up the floor and look at that stuff. Look at that right over there next to the toilet. This is what I'm talking about. I think the blue stuff you can see is some sort of paper coating that goes on the subfloor. And then above that is that yellowish linoleum. And then they put those one by one tiles on top of the linoleum. And so I start peeling the stuff back. And as I'm doing it, I'm like, oh no, what am I getting into here? I thought I might have to like start scraping stuff. And I only had so much time that weekend. I only had two solid days to do this. And I didn't want to make the bathroom unusable. I have another one upstairs, but this one's on the, the main floor. And I want to make sure that it can still work. So I start peeling back this floor. And then you can see here, I got to the 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 paper stuff and you can see the the water damage from I mean it looks like pee it's gross <laughs> and <laughs> when I was at this stage like I didn't even like walking on that in my bare feet so I would wear my flip-flops in there because it was grody man look at that shit it was gross so this is when I installed the three plugs that you can get off Amazon and the cool thing about these plugs or these uh switches they offer two styles. One is just an on-off, and then another one has a dimmer. And so I have an on-off switch that controls the ceiling fan, and then the other one controls the intensity of the light. And this is some fucking nerd shit right here because they connect Wi-Fi to my, my home network, and I can control them with my phone, and I can control them with Siri. You can set up presets where you just say the, the ones that I have at home all end with time, morning time, nighttime, dinner time, movie time, and bedtime. I think that's all of them. Based on when I say, hey Siri, you just say the one word of the preset and you can change everything in your house. You can get a fan to go off or on. You can get the lights to dim to 40%. Like it's crazy. And, uh, it's, it's super nerdy, but for how accessible it is, and it's not that much money either, these, these switches, the on-off I'm talking about here is, I think it was $10 or $15. And then the ones with the dimmers, I think a two-pack is $20 or $30. In addition to the on-off for the ceiling fan, I've got the dimmer for the lights, and then I installed a GFCI dual electrical receptacle. So now you can plug blow dryers and stuff in the bathroom. Back to this monstrosity. I will do more episodes later about some other stuff that I have changed and updated. And so you'll see the color of the house. The color of the house is like a darkish gray. For the bathroom, I painted it a lighter gray and I didn't like it. The way that the light would come in through the bathroom it almost, you can see, it almost looks like pinkish or purple. So I reached this stage 
and I got to paint before I put the floor down because I don't want to get paint on the floor. I just, I changed my mind. And I say, I need to paint this bathroom something fucking wild. And I thought about it and I was like, yellow would be really cool. And so I went down to Sherwin-Williams and got yellow and it was some cool name. It's like daylight or, fuck, I can't remember. It's a cool word that just encompasses what I wanted the bathroom to be. Like all this daylight can pour in and it just gets lit up. So I painted it and everyone that has ever gone to my bathroom hates this color. (laughs) Not everybody tells me that, but like my brother, my sister, my parents, like everyone and my kids, they were talking shit about it. Everybody that goes in here is like, why did you paint it that color? And maybe you're looking at it right now and you think I'm retarded too, but I think it's awesome. It is vibrant. When you walk through the rest of my house and it is neutral gray and you walk in this place, it's cool. So you can see there on the wall, I've got the, the switches and the electrical. You can see the light. Oh, and there's the vanity too. That wasn't in the last one. Uh, so check it out. There's the vanity on the wall there. I got this from Ikea. Ikea. It's got drawers that... that soft clothes so when you push them hard they just go and they just like slide right in there like there's a little a little cushion in there catching them this sink right here which is probably six inches off the ground is fastened to the wall and i based on the weight of it i was concerned because you have to screw it into studs obviously it fall right out of sheetrock and i wasn't sure that the bracing they provided was going to be enough. So I went to the store and I bought this thin sheet metal that has holes in it. I hooked it to the vanity and then I used lag bolts to hook it into the wall. Oh, you can see the mirror too. I got the mirror from Ikea. That was 20 bucks, maybe 30 bucks. This floor is the shit. It's called Bruce Hydropel. The rest of my house is traditional hardwood. You can't put that, or you're not supposed to put that in bathrooms or kitchens because there's so much water that falls down that it will just rot your wood. So I found this stuff made by Bruce, which is the same company that makes hardwood floors, and they make this hydropel stuff that is meant for bathrooms. It was 22 square feet for $100. So I had to buy two boxes to do this one bathroom, and I have half a box left. They interlock as you go, and they're different lengths. So you got to kind of figure out what you want to do. And you can see underneath the toilet there, I didn't finish the part of the flooring because I was waiting for the toilet. I could have bought just a traditional toilet like the one you see there, but I figured since I was redoing it and everything, I wanted to get one. This is also really nerdy, but if you've ever looked at toilets, I hate how they have the little nipple things on the bottom with the screws because that always gets dirty and you get hair down there and and, um, dust and all kinds of crap and always looks gross. So I wanted to get one of those ones that are just straight up and down. They just go straight to the floor. So I spent quite a bit of time figuring out which one I was going to get from Home Depot. And it is, I think it was $350, but it's a custom order. And so they ship it in. And they lose it the first time. It takes two or three weeks to get there and they lose it. It makes it to the store and I go to pick it up and they go, we can't find it. 
And I go, what do, you, what do you mean you can't find it? It says it's here. And they're like, yeah, we know. And I go, did you look in the spot where you put stuff when it comes in? They're like, yeah, we don't, it's, we don't know. So they had to order another one. I had to wait three more weeks. So I had my bathroom in this stage for a long ass time, four or five weeks, waiting for that fucking $350 toilet to show up. Okay, you can see here too, I put in the towel racks. Those are from Ikea. Those are 10 bucks, 15 bucks. The toilet finally shows up from Home Depot, second time. This part, I wasn't scared, but I was a little like, nah, I don't know, maybe I should hire a plumber. And I was like, no, you know what? I talked to a few buddies, they had put in toilets. They said it wasn't that hard. I figured I'd give it a shot. So I took out the other one. You can see on the wall that I needed to paint and do some touch-up stuff. So that was where I did some of the uh, mudding on the sheetrock. And they have, so the, I'm sorry, the, this thing I didn't mention before, this, this thin little sheet of plastic that you can see, you have to put that underneath the floor. It's called eco, eco cork, cork foam. Those were $40 a roll. I bought one roll. And then when you go to uh, put the toilet in, they have this template and you have to line everything up correctly, cut a hole in that stuff. And you can see right there, that's the waste. That's where the poo-poo and the pee-pee go down and the toilet paper and everything. And it wasn't as gross as I thought it would be in the directions. They're like, you need to cover the hole. I had it covered for a little while, but then once I got into putting in the toilet, so you can see how it just goes from the bowl, the top, down to the floor. It's very sleek and minimal. And it had a soft closed lid, which I don't really care about, but that's kind of cool. If you have kids, they can't slam the lid down. It also has two buttons on top, one for a bigger flush, one for a smaller flush. The toilet weighed 120 pounds or something. And I had to get my buddy to help me because it was, it's difficult because of the way that it's shaped. Let me go back. Because of the way it's shaped and you can't access the screws because the screws are hidden inside, you have to be able to reach around the back. And when I was looking at the reviews on Home Depot, people were bitching about it. If they had bigger arms or if bigger guts, you know, and they couldn't quite get in the spot. And I thought, man, I don't know. I could probably figure it out. And when it came in, it was kind of challenging, but I was able to like nudge myself back in there and you got to reach around inside the bowl with this special tool they give you so you can tighten the screws to, to keep it there. I get that in there, set it up. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Then it's time to do some trim work. My pops, he came up and helped me do a bunch of stuff, really kind of just did it all himself and taught me that when you put in your trim, you put a little bead of this stuff, Quick Seal Plus, right across the top. It kind of seals it up, but really it just makes it look nice. So this is before I put in the bead. I've got the trim there and I bought this nail gun from Ryobi. I got like a whole set, a bunch of different tools. Pretty cool. It was only 150 bucks, 200 bucks. I think this, this nail gun was additional. That was 99, I believe. Then there is a piece of finishing wood to go from the hardwood to the hydropel stuff in the bathroom. 
because they're not even. The hydropel sits a half an inch higher or so. And this piece was really hard to get too. I had to custom order that from Lowe's, I believe. And it was eight or 10 feet long and it cost 30 bucks. And it was the wrong color when it showed up. So I had to sand it off, but I, I trimmed it and I put it right in here. And then this is a picture of underneath. I took a chunk of that trim and shaved out that circular area for the toilet. Got the towel holder there. All this stuff is from Ikea. That was like four bucks, five bucks. The toothbrush holder, the soap container, five bucks. So I'll put the total at the end of this, but part of what I was trying to say about this is I don't really know what I'm doing. And I have learned a bunch as I've gone. And the majority of it is just trying it and see what can happen and also not wanting to spend money on a bunch of labor. I saved a ridiculous amount of money just doing all this stuff myself. And the coolest part, going back to what I was talking about at the start and being good at something, enjoying something, the sense of satisfaction you get when you do anything, whether you make dinner, you make mac and cheese for your kids, or you shovel your driveway when there's snow outside, or you write a song, or you fix your bathroom, the, the sense of satisfaction and reward you get when you walk in there and you see it, it's so cool to take something from nothing and turn it into something else. And the more you do it, the better you get.